Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hello, yes, starting June 19th. Very special day in the United States. It's Juneteenth. We celebrate that slavery was abolished in the United States. And it's a very important day to recognize and one that is now a national holiday. Not celebrated everywhere, but certainly should be. So June 19th, the moon is in the sign of cancer. The United States is a nation born on the 4th of July, sun in cancer. This day has a, a revisit to womb, and I consider that very meaningful considering what the day is to honor in the United States at least. There's a picture in the sky between Jupiter and Saturn, which is very strong in the morning hours, and this really speaks about claiming inner authority, figuring out how you want to posture and position yourself with what it is you're building towards and bringing in. So it's expansive as well as architectural. How do we structure our lives, our goals, things we want to bring in, in a way that also invites in helpers, opportunity, and luck. So it's, I think it's a good day. It's, it's a difficult day in certain ways, especially if that touches your personal horoscope, the picture of uh, where Chiron is in Aries and the moon in Cancer. And we are in the beginning of the new moon cycle. So it can be a time of adjusting, of kind of getting our sea legs, if if you will, like really positioning self to see what you want to aim to do over the next couple of weeks, few weeks, year, whatever that new moon energy is building for you, whatever projects. And with the moon in the sign of cancer, it can be bring up a lot of emotion, especially for water signs, cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, and possibly other signs as well, depending on your natal horoscope where cancer, um, quote, lives in your horoscope, what area of life is colored by the sign of cancer. This day 
is one that is asking us again to claim personal authority. And I think the best way to do that is to kind of pull in that energy that is offered in the morning hours about how it is that we set goals, aim towards what it is, what are your highest hopes, wishes, and potential? And how can you support that in some way? Some of us find it easier than others. Some of us have more resources at hand than others. Nonetheless, it is something that when we focus on and consider opening up to, things can come in in ways that we don't often expect because we're in habits, oftentimes habits of limiting our growth or what can be offered to us or where we might be able to go. But using the day and the energy of the waxing moon cycle to reflect on whatever old wounds may be keeping you somewhat stuck and to give an inventory a inspection of, okay, so what are my habitual strong word when the moon is in sign of cancer? What are my habitual responses to situations where it seems as though I am being blocked or stopped or thwarted? And is that real or is it a habitual response? And it's valuable to reflect on that at times. Other advice for today in general, leading into tomorrow, Tuesday, the 20th, is eat nourishing foods. Make sure you give yourself time to sit and appreciate the value of nourishment into the body. Drink plenty of water. Uh, Sip water. Sometimes in the hotter weather, we gulp water. Water wants to be sipped. It wants to move into the body like, uh, think about a hard rain falling on dry soil. Our bodies do better when we receive the moisture gradually, let it in to ease in, to really hydrate self and I will also say that as something to reflect on metaphorically. What would uh, spiritually hydrate you at this point in time? Walking in nature, exposing yourself to some beautiful images, getting hugs. You know, I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, What are the things that give you a sense of feeling hydrated, like more full? in a sense of that you are satisfied, like the reservoir is full. That's what, that's what we want to bring in over the next couple of days to support the journey of this waxing moon cycle, which is a challenging one in certain ways because we are We have the opportunity, should we choose to accept it, we have the opportunity to work with um, old habits, things that have historically gotten in our way. Uh, Remember that 
with Saturn retrograde, we often go through a period or a process, especially depending on where Saturn is moving through your personal horoscope, that's asking you to make sure you have what you need to go forward in the way that tracks with integrity, support, resources, so that you can go the distance, make the journey, make it happen. So Tuesday, the 20th, the moon goes void, of course, at 5.43 p.m. As I said, uh, this day, like the day before, may feel a little hard. Uh, it can feel as though, oh, things are flowing, especially in the morning hours on Tuesday. But then it seems as though some of us may be pushing against something that's not allowing a lot of passages. And as always happens with pictures involving Pluto, is that that thwarting or blockage or inability to move forward can be caused by things within ourselves. It depends on you, on your horoscope, on where these pictures are playing out, but that can sometimes be exactly what's getting in our way. And if you think of situations in your life, relationships, um, things that seem impassable or so difficult to move forward, the give often happens when one individual changes how the situation has always played out. Because with that one opening, that one deviation from what the script is, we have the ability to write a different ending, go a different direction, make something happen in another way. So although this may or may not be possible on this particular day, at least we may be able to see where that occurs and why and how we might rethink it. So once that moon goes forward, of course, at 5.43 p.m., we have just a few minutes before it enters the sign of Leo. And when it enters the sign of Leo at 6.04 p.m., this is asking for us to play, let your hair down, dance, uh, glam up depending on how you like to play, uh, go to the theater, do something that allows you a sense of romance and storytelling and playfulness. Very important to kind of spread away or, or move from feelings that may have been a bit heavy at the beginning of the week. I wouldn't stay out too late or make myself too crazy on this particular night. It's going into the summer solstice, which happens on the 21st. The exact time of the solstice hits at 10.58 a.m. And this is when the sun enters the sign of cancer. So with the summer solstice having the Leo moon, this strikes me as a very playful, creative, engaging day. Uh, 
in the morning especially, it's good to choose your options, choose your priorities, because there may be a lot of things offered to you. And if you cram the calendar too full, what should be a fun day may not be quite as fun <laughs> because of overextension. But overall, this can be a very lovely day for getting together with people, pursuing um, conversations you really enjoy, going after what you really want. The caveat here is that sometimes there's an old phrase, which is be careful what you ask for. So that's the part about prioritizing. What is it that you really want, that you want to really bring in? Uh, conversations, especially when we're very exuberant or other people are as well, may throw out so many options, dizzying array of possibilities that something unexpected may come in and we're not exactly in line with what our original intention had been. It's not necessarily bad. It's just to be aware of that something may throw the whole setup of what you had intended something to look at like. And that may happen on this day, on the solstice or lead into the next day, uh, Thursday the 22nd, or be something where the after effects of something that has occurred or been set up over these couple of days actually goes in a different direction than the original intention. Again, not necessarily bad, but it's a strong possibility depending on conversations or overtures or where everything was going. So on Thursday, the 22nd, Moon's still in the sign of Leo in the early part of the day. And a dynamic, uh, dynamic creative morning. Out of the blue, things can come in, uh, can be disruptive, can be surprises, can be tangents. The important thing is just pay attention to where you are in space. Always when I see Uranus transits, and, and this is also just because of my own physical makeup and my this, the challenges within my horoscope, is that I remind us to be aware of your body and where you are in the world. Because when things come in suddenly, we unless our feet are on the ground and we're paying attention, we can get thrown. And that is never a way <laughs> that we want to experience a Uranus transit. The moon goes void, of course, at 1.01 p.m. And it's void for the rest of the afternoon into the evening. It does not enter the next sign which would be Virgo until Friday the 23rd at 6.35 a.m. So what that means when the moon is void, of course, is that it's not making another celestial picture to a heavenly body before it moves into the next sign. So 
without that kind of exact geometry that the astrologer sees, the moon is traveling without emotional attachment to outcome. That's the shorthand way of saying it. So this can look a little different based on your individual horoscope if that moon is making an aspect to it. But overall, uh, the advice when the moon is void, of course, is don't start anything new. Don't put, you know, emotional hopes, wishes, end game into uh, like a phone call or a, um, an invitation or a project that's beginning because there's not enough glue to engage all the players in continuing to follow through. This can be a very valuable time, especially with the moon in Leo, to continue with an ongoing project. Um, a lot of creative energy, a lot of stick to itiveness, a lot of um, happiness in the game of whatever the project may be, keeping oneself engaged with it. There's also a picture in the sky with Mars and Chiron that suggests this is an excellent time for therapeutic work. Uh, again, something ongoing, a practitioner that you've already been working with, or perhaps you're the practitioner and you're moving through a process with a client. Very strong, positive for that. Wonderful evening for cultural pursuits, romance, playfulness, enjoying. On Friday the 23rd, once that moon enters Virgo, at 6.35 a.m., now we're in the real juice of that waxing moon cycle. We are energetically plowing leaps and bounds to complete, get out there, launch, uh, make happen, whatever the project, hope, ambition is for this lunar cycle. It's like, whoosh, moving along. Uh, one thing that's really important, especially on this day, on Friday, is to step up to the responsibility of the intended outcome. And this would include any partners or people, situations that you had hoped to engage. Look at it clear-eyed. Are, you know, are these viable players? Is this really gonna get off the ground? Is everybody on the same page? And the other thing that can happen is with if someone in the situation or the venue or whatever the hope had been kind of falls through, something very quickly can come in after. So the important thing is that, and I say this a lot working with clients, when we fill the space up with, let's say, an inappropriate partner or a job that really isn't the where we should be investing all our time, the good stuff can't come in because it's like somebody sitting on, on the bench taking up the space. And so it's 
really valuable to weed out or make decisive judgment about what is not working on this day so that you can bring in viable options um, very quickly once that space gets cleared. The Virgo moon again is on Saturday and once more really supports moving along with whatever it is you've got in process. Uh, yes, things come in, unexpected surprises, but these invariably are things that kind of like, ooh, inspiration, or that's a great way to go, or now I'm in the fast lane. Wow, that just opened up. So lots of movement on this day in a Virgo earthy way. So that means that we are seeing tactile results from what we put into effort. Sunday the 25th, Moon is still in the sign of Virgo. It does not go void, of course, until 6.24 p.m. And then it enters Libra at 6. 57 p.m. Once it enters Libra, that's air sign energy we can get more like in our head. I think that would be a really good time, at basically as of when the moon goes void at 624, to just kind of, okay, let's, let's just use our Sunday evening for relaxing, clearing out, and getting ready for the week ahead. One thing I want to mention is that there's a very strong opportunity time on this particular day, and its most powerful hours are, mm, let's say, mid-afternoon until that moon goes void at 6.24 p.m., and what's really lovely about this is that it just gives you so many results from what you focus on for productivity. So let's say you've been doing a push this particular weekend that if you feel as though things were kind of not coming together as quickly as, as they might, just know that Sunday afternoon to early evening is a fabulous time for wrapping things up and getting everything poised and in place for what you wanted to have happen. And then use the evening for recharging. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay. How do we... Tell our bodies that it's time to go to sleep sometimes is actually hard. I know a lot of people tell me that they have trouble sleeping. So finding rest is so important. So so it's like putting finding the right the right channels, finding the right vessels, like redirecting often. Okay, let's jump into our meditation. As always, I invite everyone to take just 10 minutes to Find that place where you can be nice, nice and quiet, nice and still. Find a place where you can literally just be 
what I would call undisturbed. And as you take a few deeper breaths, recognizing that this now, this 10 little minutes, can do a reset. So just take a few deeper breaths. As you take them, just feel your body. Be conscious of your body and be grateful for your body. In fact, today, let's spend our 10 minutes being grateful, being grateful for our body, uh, grateful for our mind, grateful for our spirit. Taking the time to send loving, kindness, thanks, generosity to our body. Thank you to every single cell that makes up my body right now, that has made up my body in the past and that will make my body up again in the future. Thank you. Thank you to all parts of my body for coming together and allowing me to be here in physical form, allowing me to be strong and healthy, intelligent. Thank you to all of the parts of my body for being able and capable to be flexible, to be adaptable, to give me the signals that I need to do something here or do something there. Thank you to my body for allowing me to rest every day, to rest well, to sleep well. Thank you to my body for allowing me to be awake and to be active, to be fit and healthy every day to move around, to move fast if I need to move fast, to move slowly if that's what's needed, to be strong and powerful when needed and to be very gentle and very graceful when needed. And send that energy of gratitude also to all of the things in your body that are actually not your DNA, that are not physically you, to all of those microscopic organisms that live inside of us, the beneficial ones, the bacterias, the fungus, the viruses, all of those things that are in our bodies that we need to be alive. We say thank you to them for staying in within healthy populations, 
for staying with us and helping us to be alive. We say thank you to all of the water that makes up most of our body, the water that is crucial for us to be here, to be alive and to be healthy. That water in our body that for millions of years might have been living in a lake, might have been coming from another location, might have been a part of a tree. Those parts of our body made up of waters from all over different places that are now a part of our water in our body now. We say thank you to all of those molecules of water, to all of the atoms in our body that too might have been atoms from something else at another time. They might have made up all sorts of other creatures or beings or mountains or rocks or trees or plants or anything before and now those atoms are a part of our body. We say thank you to those atoms now. We say thank you to them for being here in existence and for making our body strong and healthy for making our bodies vital and adaptable. And feel that flexibility now in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your spirit, that flexibility that allows you to be here and to adapt, to change, to grow. And if we are sick, to help us to recover. We thank our body. We thank our mind. We thank our spirit. We thank ourself for being here, for showing up. We thank ourselves for being able to deal with all the different bits and pieces that life offers us. We thank life for the experience. And as we feel this energy of gratitude, of generosity towards ourselves, towards life, we send this now out to every living being everywhere, to all of life. We feel ourselves connecting to all of life everywhere. And we say thank you. We express gratitude. We express gratitude to all of those parts 
all of those elements, all of those bits and pieces of our life, of our planet, all of those things also that we actually don't even consider to be alive but that are all full of consciousness, all full of spirit, all full of awareness. We give thanks and we send vital health in all the directions, in all the dimensions. feeling ourselves connecting deeply, reaching out in this infinite universe and feeling the extreme depth of that vastness, that we are a part of this exquisite, infinite landscape of consciousness and for all of this we are grateful so blessed to be here as a conscious being so blessed to be here to think to act to pray Thank you. And as we take a few deeper breaths, expressing our thanks, gently opening our eyes. And thank you to everyone for being with us today and every week. And thanks to my dear friend Pam for providing every week this phenomenal forecast for us to work with. Thank you, everybody. Love now and see you all next week. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, ActiveSpirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.